0: Welcome to Series 2, Episode 4 of Short Story Time, in which we take 60 seconds to review the latest stories, whether they're films, plays, TV shows, books, whatever stories it is that I'm enjoying. And because I can't sadly watch everything that's out there, much as I'd love to, uh, I have roped in a couple of friends to help me with their take on some stories for you this week. First up, you've got Hilary Butler, who is Pet Doc Hill on Twitter. She is a vet, she is a genius. And we've also got Bianca Garner, who's done a 60 second review for us, and she is at the film B. That's the letter B at the end, also on Twitter. So this week, there are a few new releases at UK Cinemas. First up, you've got the big epic blockbuster Ad Astra, which is a very big space film starring Brad Pitt. You've got critically acclaimed family drama The Farewell, which is directed by Lulu Wang and stars Aquafina. And then there is The Kitchen, a female take on typical kind of mob mafia film. And Colson Whitehead's new novel, The Nickel Boys. So stay tuned and let's see how much information we can put into 60 seconds. Time is at the ready. In the Nickel Boys we are introduced to a boy who is very very promising, he's doing well at school, he's got a part-time job, he's staying out of trouble and looks like he's got a great future ahead of him until he is arrested while he's hitchhiking because he doesn't know that the driver of the car actually stole the car. He is then sent to a kind of school that's like a correctional facility that's not quite a jail because he's still quite young Um, but effectively as soon as he gets there you know that he is in for all manner of hell because he is a boy of colour in America in the 50s or 60s, I forget the decade and he is just really trying to behave but obviously the odds are stacked against him. Now really the most important thing about this book is that it's so so important and it's not really explicit but you know the horror that is happening around this guy and you connect with him straight away but really the book just is Radiant with empathy and just really exploring this in the most beautiful, beautiful, and heartbreaking way. And Colson Whitehead is a genius, and you should read it. So, The Kitchen
1: is actually based on a DC comic series, but is written and directed for the big screen by Andrea Burloff. She actually wrote straight out of Compton, which got her an Oscar nomination, but this is her feature directorial debut. And it's not fantastic. She gets a great cast, Melissa McCarthy, who is amazing in last year's Can You Ever Forgive Me? Tiffany Haddish, who's still mainly a stereotyped as a comedic actress, but holds her own fairly well here. And Elizabeth Moss, who is, well, she's just great in everything. And she is here, too. The movie sees our three leads as wives to leaders in the Irish mob in Hell's Kitchen in New York in the 1970s. And they've been told time and time again that they're just wives and only good for keeping their men happy. But after their husbands are busted, they decide to take matters into their own hands and gain control of the family business. While great in premise, the film does seem uh, a little flat and tonally indifferent, and it tries to work too hard in the beginning to gain sympathy for women so the audience can root for them. Yep, men mobsters never seem to have this issue. While there's a lot of promise in the kitchen, I'd rather just rewatch last year's incredibly overlooked Widows and see Viola Davis get one over on the mob.
0: In director James Gray's near future vision of our world, Ad Astra basically reveals an Earth that has already reached the stars nearby and is looking to go out even further. So forget the moon, forget Mars, we're going even further than that. And Brad Pitt stars as Roy. He is an astronaut charged with a top secret mission to retrieve his father from the very outer reaches of the universe, the father who abandoned him decades earlier and who he has basically spent his entire adult life believing to be dead. So although Really, the focus is Roy and his relationship with his dad and his abandonment issues and him compartmentalising his issues the really the best thing about this film is the effect. it is absolutely breathtaking. It is one of those rare films where it needs to be seen on the bigger screen. It's all about the sound and the experience, and it is just visceral from start to finish, and really just so so impressive, mixed in with that story. Uh, and really, it's a bold cinematic masterpiece and a character study all wrapped up in one phenomenally executed piece of storytelling.
2: Hi there, this is Be Gunner discussing Lulu Wang's The Farewell. The farewell follows Billy, played by Aquafina, who returns home to China along with her parents under the guise of a fake wedding. The real reason for their return is that Billy's grandmother is sick and only has a few weeks left to live. However, the parents and the other family members decide not to tell her the real reason for their return. What's remarkable about the farewell is that it was based on Lulu Wang's own life experiences. She manages to capture the divide between the two cultures, America and China, and also reflects on this sense of returning home with a a, a vague sort of deja vu feeling but also recognising that the places change. The film is very personal, yet has very universal themes of loss, grief, dealing with growing up and also coming of age.
0: interested to know what my thoughts were beyond the 60 seconds of this episode then do get in touch you can find me at film vs book that's film vs book on twitter and instagram and let me know what stories you've been enjoying